It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds Podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Drew Parks, James Seltzer with you. How you doing, buddy? What up? In person. I, get I know. Beautiful face. It's I been a while. You. It's been like a week because we didn't do our Saturday show together. Right. I think we did it last Thursday. So like for those who don't know, you know, a week without Elliot is a lot for me. Like I don't like that. Like Some I see, people would I disagree. Elliot, but like, yes. Many times. Like, yes. Multiple days. Well, what was funny is last week I was walking out of the studio. Sorry. Yesterday I was walking out of the studio. Sorry, Tuesday I was walking out of the studio, <laughs> and I said, see, where and we're I said, at right now, yeah. yeah, and I said, see you guys next week, next week, and everyone's like, Elliot, it's Tuesday. <laughs> so I know my that head game, is already buddy. very much uh, in the weekend. But the other, Same, buddy. So for so for those who don't know, also both of us, I believe, you're off tomorrow, right? So you took Friday off or no? Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Let yeah. me. I know it's different for you taking off. You know, <laughs> right. technically, I'm off Saturday. Yeah, I would say yeah. it's more. So I'm off. working Saturday, but like essentially, don't care. Like I took off tomorrow. Oh, you are off so, tomorrow. So once I'm done this pod, like we're both on vacation. Yeah, your weekend's basically mini begun. four day weekend. Right, with the, and with also you're doing go birds with Jack. So yeah, it doesn't even count. Right, it'll be fun. Um, we're gonna go meet Walker after too. I heard. How exciting! Very excited. Going to Westchester. Going to your your former stomping grounds. The young grounds. prince. Yes. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. The Westchester part, whatever. But I, I'm excited. He's been very. I was not expecting Jack to be such a uh, like uh, send you pictures and videos of the. Oh, kid, I know. Dad. And on Instagram, I like know. posting all the happy like, one month, happy literally, two like, month. Like he's like, you gotta come meet him. Like I'm like, well, I let me say to her, but like he like hounded me. Like I'm going because in a good way. I'm excited to meet Walker, but it was very like I did not expect him to be such a like look at my kid dad. And yes. I, it's adorable. Um, and I'm not just saying this because if I didn't think it, I just wouldn't say anything about it. Cute kid. 
he is objectively a very cute, cute kid. kid. Like, a, yeah. like we can all agree, all babies are not cute. Like, there are certainly some babies you look at and you're like, I'm sure you love that baby, but it's not, <laughs> it's not like a everyone would agree that's a cute baby, right? Walker is even if it wasn't Jack's kid, I think you would say that is objectively very a baby. cute kid. So yeah. I'm very happy for him. Yeah, he yeah. loves it. He's very excited. Yes. About it. Um, but yeah, I did not expect. I really didn't expect the videos and the pictures and stuff. No, he's been. I, much, I expected yeah. Jack to be the kind of person who would rip people for doing that. Exactly, and, and then, then the Instagram thing and the dad. Yeah. yeah, but right. also Jack loves content. Keep he that does. In mind. We said he had the baby for content. Exactly. So, um, you know what's funny about right now with this like portion of the off season? Like, God, man, I just miss the Eagles in the season. Dude, me too. So especially because. And look, great win by the Phils yesterday. We're at the game. Yeah. It was super fun. I know you don't think it was that great a no, win. Whatever. It was a nice win. I just think no, the whole, it was one of the biggest wins of the season. It's like embarrassing. I think it was the biggest win of the season. They're yeah. playing May. I'm I not saying they, the biggest win of last season. I'm saying the biggest win of well, this season. Didn't Rob so Thompson say it's one of the biggest wins they've had in years? He said a couple years. The yeah. last couple years, he right. said. Yes. And that might be a little bit. The I Trey mean, Turner one, moment was objectively big. Yeah, it's I agree one with of the bigger regular season wins they've had over the last few years, is the point. Be- because they were spiraling. Whatever. Regardless, okay. yeah. the point this is, isn't is high that, hopes, that the way the Phillies have played, you're, yeah, you're yes. damn right. That's on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The way the Phillies have played, obviously, the way your Sixers blew it. Like, it's been. It's been a freaking bummer here, man. Yeah. Like, I, we talk about sports. Every day is sports for our lives. Like, it's all I think about all the time. Like, like it sucked. And it has. You're right. Like, it's made me feel wistful yeah. for an, a team I can freaking trust. For a team that is not going to let me down. For a team that's going to show up and has leadership and is well-run and all these things. Like, man, well, it just made me appreciate... The, the the Eagles team that we have and my belief in the leadership and the culture of that team that I, that I feel super confident that they're not going to do to me what the Phillies are doing right but, now. But it's also just, I tweeted this yesterday or two days ago maybe, they're so good, there's just nothing to talk well, about. Well, there's nothing to say right That's now. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, you know, I, say. Like, I, I love doing the pod with you and we'll talk about, I have a Taylor Swift take. I have oh, a VK, I can't wait for that. I have a cable box take. Like, yeah, I, I enjoy just the, the randomness. Exactly. Of but, yes. but in terms of saying... You know, okay, we're doing the pod. We have got to talk about how they don't have a linebacker. Yeah. Like, there is not No, it's that. A, we will like, argue about Nicobe at some point. Yes, I, I know. Well, people think we should make a bet. Which I love, and I have, I know, I have but, a few ideas about it. Okay, I'll save my thoughts for that. Okay, good. But it, they're, they're just, they're operating at an extremely high level. I don't know what else to say. There's nothing to say right now. Like, yeah. it's like, there's the no, roster's like, roster's oh, really look, good. You know, how many times can you have the, the debate of, will they start off slow? You know? Yeah. Oh, and the it's schedule. A it's yeah, a credit it, to them. It's a credit to them, and it's a credit to the culture that they put in place that we feel like they're not they're not gonna have issues right. this year and it won't stuff. always be like this no you know? like there will be hopefully a long time from now off seasons we're sitting here and going all right what problem do you want to talk about yeah. first but that's not the case with them right no now. i mean again like the last two weeks and more like we literally on what day was it? it was either tuesday maybe tuesday this week we came in and we're like all right we got to figure out a way to talk eagles just because like we haven't talked eagles yeah exactly it was like we needed it like i need it for my mental health just to talk well, eagles for a day and- like it, like we had to like figure out a way to get them in there, and that never. Happened. And I do wonder. So I've been looking at this from a Sixers perspective. Of I can't remember the last time the city was this mad about the Sixers. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, you obviously know you've worked in radio for a long time. There is not many times where you go if you exclude the weekend, but even on Go Birds, we did all Sixers. 
I don't know, eight days where Sixers is the main I think topic. I the most the most extended anger from a Sixers thing in my time. And, and, I, and I do think a large part of that Other is Other than because, the process, because that was a different thing where people yeah, kept talking about right. it. That's a, it's a philosophical that's discussion. that's on and off. This yeah, is I'm the same. I'm talking about a like, game, a series, or whatever. There's the most anger. Right. I mean, how many times in WIP recently have has every show led Sixers for eight straight for days? Like a, yeah, over a yeah, week. You know, it right? never happens. Um, but the, what was funny when- when I look at it, I go, oh, it's because people are really mad about the Sixers. And I think that's a large part of it. But I also think there's just a huge void because there's nothing for the Eagles. Like, if the Eagles had something else going on, by three days after that Sixers loss, we would have been talking about that. There's just nothing going on with them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm excited to do a pod about them. Yeah. So it's all birds, <laughs> as we are excited. Yeah. We got I, bit, no, I do have some We got some a big thoughts. slate of birds topics. Yeah. I will say, Elliot did come in super prepared today. Yeah, so I, shout I out like to there's Elliot. a lot. Well, I was recorded. like, are we talking about Eagles? And you're like... Got yeah, you. I got a bunch of things. But there is one thing I should have thought of right away, because I did say we tried to do an Eagles show, and we did do one, and it was about this thing, so let's yeah. talk about that thing. The uh, I think the biggest Eagles news that we get, it's not even news, it's all just like conjecture and wonder and all yeah. that, but the Mike Florio, Harry Roseman thing, I'm assuming a lot of people have seen it by now. If you have not, uh, basically Mike Florio had Howie Roseman on his podcast for an interview, and uh, ended the interview talking about the, the tampering thing with Jonathan Gannon, yeah. and, it, and it, got, it got snippy. It definitely got a and I think like, I don't think he got like really angry there. I think they're buddies. You could kind of tell they had a relationship mm-hmm. and they were, I was joking about it, but like he went at Howie and he was telling him he's deflecting. He's, you know, uh, but you know how he kept reading that Pat answer and right. being like, I'm reading my company line. Like Basically it was saying like, that we're not, we're looking at the future, not the past. He said, yes, we thank was, him for everything he's done. Yes. And Florio was like, in more or less words, okay, stop lying. Like, yeah. Tell us what basically you stop, you're deflecting. And then and at then, the end he was like, do you want to read your, your, yeah, and then again. how he called him a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, at the number of top five in the like it was it wasn't. I don't think it was like really like uh, adversarial, but it was a little awkward and a little yeah. snippy. I don't think Howie probably appreciated how hard he was pushed. I, on I absolutely right. don't think he did. I think Howie was sitting there like you know earmuffs trying to three, get like, out of it. Hey, earmuffs under there. And Howie's sitting there in the moment being like, "What the fuck, dude?" Yeah, exactly. I think right. that was the reaction. I was yeah. like, "Really, dude? Like that? Really? Yeah. Like I I gave you that like enough. Like that's a, but also not in, like a." mean way or whatever but i think that's the way it, well no. here's here's what's what, your take yeah like what's okay. your take on the we'll get into the the what we think it means but just on the interaction on the interaction itself yeah. this is my takeaway howie is i'll preface it by saying howie is the best in the city at dealing with the media the best you, like nick's very good too sirianni I mean, at least of of, of uh general managers yeah and, like i would Jones say bryce harper's be. probably just yeah, as good bryce is whatever, very good yeah. nick's good jalen's good in his own way above player level and even then how he's still probably the best yeah how he's he, still probably best. well the difference is how his words carry so much and more how weight. he has to answer tougher questions yes exactly but i do think how he has gotten and i would say this to his face if he asked like how he has gotten into a bad habit of making too many jokes in his press conferences I yep. think he he's you, he does use it as a deflection. It's exactly what Florio said. Yeah. Like when you see him, I mean, in, he was deflecting in that. And he was no 100. Florio's not wrong. Like in when you that. look at him up there with Nick Sirianni, how he and this is again how you know everything's going great with the Eagles. We're talking about when they're their doing press their buddy cop routine yeah. or their buddy movie it, him routine. Him and Nick Sirianni, I'm sure have a good relationship. You do not need to do like it's not a stand up routine yes. out there. And uh, I am not huge in press conferences, but it is. Uh, you know, it is it's a working environment, yes. right? So, and it's also the way that people like Howie Roseman, who are not out there, yes, are speaking to their directly to their fans. Right, like that is that is what's happening. So, I think he's gotten a little too far with the joking, and I think when he said to Florio, he tried to do the Howie thing he does, where he's smiling and he's like, you know, if I had to name the top five conspiracy theorists, and he's saying this in a way of having a fun natured rib at it, and I think Florio was just. 
hey, I'm not doing that with you. <laughs> Flores like, this ain't no. I'm community. not He's doing like, it, right? And Cause, so, because because to Florio's credit and point, like th- there, yes, this is becoming more than it is, but there is. Tangible evidence that something happened. Yeah, it's something not like happened, he's saying right. like something happened. Tells him, he's like, right. there were there was compensation, there was tampering. Like yeah. this tampering happened, right? hundred so, percent. You know, but I, so I think that's why it got awkward. I think how he said his answer, he said it again to like. So how he said his answer, Florio asks him to try to and credit to Florio to keep pressing. How he says it again. Florio, at that point, I'm surprised didn't just move on. Yeah, but, that's when he did hey, the your credit defla- to him, yeah, right? He, went he, he pressed, and that's when Howie did the conspiracy theory thing because that's when Howie's like joking to try to get out of it, deflecting. And, yeah, <laughs> and then Florio yeah. called out on yeah. him. So I do think Howie needs to just calm down a little bit with the jokes, even when he came with you guys in the morning show. Yeah. And I thought it was a good interview. He had good answers. You can just tell when he doesn't want to answer something, he goes down the whole, you know, oh, St. Joe's prep thing. And blah, yeah, blah, or like, did the, oh, no, Fobbs, the old morning exactly, show used to yes, grill me exactly, or whatever. Like, right. yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, look, Howie, and you're great at it, so I just think he's gone too far with it. So I think that was part of the the, the thing. And that has been, for what it's worth, something in the past, and we are all, we're all, we love Howie right now, but like in the past when he has, like, we know that, and I, and I hope he's learned from that, and it seems like he has, but like, when he gets too big for his britches, like there yes. can be a fall. Like, yeah, Howie is walking with around that. with a ton of confidence. Yes, and he has deserved it, and he's, he's earned, earned it. it. And I don't yeah. think there's going to be another fall. I don't now. either. But like, but you, this is what it's looked this like. This is what the fall. this is what Howie looks yeah, like, right? Yeah. Like after 2017, yeah. I, you know, this is what cocky Howie looks yeah. like, and Howie has deserved to be cocky. Howie is, if not the best in the whole league at his job, he's on that short list. He's probably the best right now. Yes. Certainly, like I was just talking, I just did I hopes with Jack, and we were talking about the Braves, and I was like. They're just the best at this right now. Like yeah. the, their GM is like on a heater, and like their development, their drafting, like also they're just the the, the premier yeah, team. That's at what doing the Eagles this. are. That's what the Eagles are. That's right. what the Eagles are. Exactly. So anyway, that's my thought on the interaction. The answer is itself. Here's my thought on this Gannon thing, and this isn't just because I think he's a good. I think he's a better coordinator than other people, and maybe subconsciously it is. But I just don't get why people are so worked up about this. He, there was tampering. The hold Eagles on, got hold caught. On, hold well, on. Let, let me just finish really quick. You can, but like you, like you, you get why people are worked up. You're phrasing it poorly. You think that people are worked up more than they should. be. Yes, I guess that's. But a you better understand way to put it. the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, and there are a lot of people who believe that Jonathan Gannon did not give his full effort to them yes. winning the Super Bowl because of this. So you can understand that's the kind of thing where it get people like really like mad, yes, mad. You're right. You know? I understand why people are yes. mad. I just okay. We know there was some version of tampering. We don't know what version of tampering happened right i think i believe gannon has said he took like a phone call or something like that so it seems like the tampering was minor but let's just say it wasn't let's say he had a full four-hour interview during the week just to take it to an extreme we'll we'll never know we'll never be able to know and frankly gannon himself might not even know if he was distracted for that game there is not going to be any tangible proof that he was distracted because the Chiefs were led by Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, who are the best, in my opinion, the best head coach quarterback duo of all time. Obviously, Brady and Belichick are more accomplished. I believe Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are the toughest quarterback head coach duo you could go against. I, you know, other than I don't know, like Montana and whoever his coach was, but I'll go Brady and Belichick. Okay, but, fine, fine. Yeah. But the point I'm making is they are on the short list of the best duo at the most important part of winning a football game. And I also think it's funny how before before the Super Bowl. Eagles fans, or I should say all the last two years, Gannon can't beat a good quarterback. Whenever he plays a good quarterback, the defense is bad. He can't do it. They play a bad quarterback. I'm sorry, they play a great quarterback in the Super Bowl. And everybody's like, well, he must have been distracted. 
he would they've they like yes the defense struggled against great quarterbacks because that's what it's like to go against a great quarterback do i believe gannon was distracted by the interview no i Maybe. think i mean i look i to your point before i think the the real key is we don't know and we'll never know but like, let me ask you honestly do you really think the, the part of the reason the defense struggled was because of the the card so i i don't know but I, do i think that jonathan gannon's full focus was not on the super bowl as much as it could have if he didn't have this other thing this career defining this all t- your dream job sitting in front of you that you knew you had an opportunity at, like he'd be a fool not to watch Cardinals tape. He'd be a fool not to pay attention to the roster, to prepare for the interview, to all that stuff. Like, like that'd be foolish. Yeah, but he we're can talking s- about uh, 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 becoming at one of thirty-two head coaches yes. in the NFL. So, like, I, even if it wasn't purposeful, like whatever it is, like, do I think that Jonathan Gannon gave? All of himself to the Super Bowl? No, I don't. I don't know okay. if. Do I think it's the reason they lost? No. I do. I think it maybe played some small role. Sure. I think Gannon himself played a role. I think there's a lot of reasons. I think you know. I still think the field is as big a thing as anything. Right. Right. Which but is but out we're of talking more the. Yeah. I know. I'm just pointing out that like. Yeah. Yeah. Do I think that that the Arizona thing took some percentage, even if it's one percent, but some percentage of Gannon's focus away from the Super Bowl? Absolutely, I do. 100 percent, I do. So how could it not? He's a human being. Anybody would. The, the 1% I would give you is, I do not believe that Gannon, in my, in my opinion, I do not believe Gannon spent less time preparing for the game than he would have otherwise. But where I would give you 1% is... Focus, mental well, focus. Well, not even that. Like, if you know you already have a job on the other end, then then I think there's just probably a little less of... Well, it's a lot. ...has to happen. Ha- like, well, and again, you're telling me that... But those same but, things apply to no, Steichen. but also, like... You're telling me that you don't like, and again, it's. I'm not saying it's purposeful, but if he is, uh, uh, whatever, from 11 to 12, he could be thinking about this is. I'm working on the Super Bowl. You think like, oh, but what if they ask me this question? Pops in his head, or oh, remember what? What do I say about Buddha Baker? Or what do I say about this or that? Like, like we don't know. Like, of course that could be happening. He's focusing on multiple things at the same time. Like, we will, like we will never know, obviously. But like, I would bet my life. I would bet my life that at least some small. Again, it might be. A half a percent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would guess it's more. I guess it's like three, four, five percent, whatever it is. Okay. But just like, still a very small percent. But but it, again, yeah. my point is is that there I feel like there is absolutely no way that the Arizona thing did not affect Gannon in some way, shape, or form, even if it's only one percent, whatever it is. But yes, I absolutely believe that the that Arizona Cardinals thing influenced Jonathan Gannon. We'll just never know much. So what what I don't know and what I'd be curious for your opinion on and I'll think my way through it out loud, is why wouldn't that apply to Steichen? I mean, Steichen knew he had a Colts job coming. Steichen well, knew he already there- got the job. It's about the interview. My point is that Jonathan Gannon knew that after the Super Bowl, whether it was right after or at some point after, he was going to have the biggest job interview yeah, of his life. but don't you think life. he knew he was getting the job? There was, like, weren't all other head coaching vacancies filled besides the Colts at that point? You know, like, like they were waiting for him. No, I'm saying I think Steichen knew he had the job. Yeah, but I'm saying, don't you think Gannon did too? No. Oh, you so you think there was a legitimate chance Gannon goes to that interview and they don't hire him? Yeah, and if nothing else, I think that I don't think he went in saying you got the job. Like, oh, see, I, think I it was, do. I think it was an interview. Well, then if he got the job, then he was doing the interview during the week, like he hadn't met with them before. Well, like, but I just think it, like, I don't think they're interviews are talking to, or, or getting a. I feel guess for I'll them put it this way: 
I think I believe, and this is tampering aside. I think if you were getting interviewed the day after the Super Bowl or whatever, you are going into that with it's your job to lose. Whatever. Right. The point is, it's still the biggest job interview of his life, no matter what it is. Like, yeah, of course. Like yeah. so, like there is no way that that can affect you in some way, shape, or form. The like anyone would. It's human. Like mm-hmm. again, I'm not. I'm not saying you screwed us by not paying attention. I'm saying you're a human. You're the most important thing that's ever happened to you in your life, personally, and for your family and your your kids and your future and all that stuff like of course it's going to be on your mind it would yeah. be crazy not to be thinking about it I think it is I, but so so th- I don't think there's any way that we can say that John Gannon gave everything he had to the Super Bowl the question is what didn't he give we don't know I don't know I, I guess I don't know and we're, mo- no we're, couldn't distract we're months focus. we're months into this so maybe this is a bad point I'm going to make and you can just tell me if it is but I don't know is it is if so you're saying there is a percentage of the day where he is thinking about something else other than the game I don't know. Is that that different no, than I'm if... I'm saying that it could be in any... Like, he could be doing tape and, be, like, it's in the back of his mind. It's, I'm, I'm saying it's, like, always taking your focus away. Like, you can never be fully invested in this. I guess. Because you've got this other thing weighing on you, hanging over you, that is, it personally, maybe not more important to everybody else, but right. to you personally is more important. It was more important in Arizona... I, I, again, I don't know this for sure, but if I had to bet, getting a head coaching job in the NFL more important than, yeah. than being the defensive coordinator of a Super Bowl winning team for Jonathan Gannon. Um, so, I would think so, just financially. Financially, Although, I mean, career, all of it. Of all yeah. of it, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. I Again, and I'm not... I don't think it... Like, I don't look at it and say, like, they lost the Super Bowl because of it, but, like, I definitely think it's something where I think it's fair to... to, to Consider that it certainly played some small part of role. Now, let me get to this with it because I want to know, as someone to the point you just made about how many times, you know, when Howie gets in these modes, and you you know that because you've covered Howie for a very long time. You've yeah, been around Howie. Much his whole GM career. You've talked to him. You know him. Right. Like, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, I know him. I know he knows him. who yeah. Elliot Shore Parks is. Like no big you guys deal to me. had conversations, like all that type yeah. of stuff. Like my question because forget what we think of this thing like we i think pretty much everyone knows like we've done enough of these pods since having this you know like that you're you're you think it's less of an issue i don't think it's the reason they lost the road but i think it was it bothers me you know right. not as much as the field not as much as the flag but i would say it's probably third on my list of things that bother me about the super yes. bowl but and i also you know i'm i dislike the guy i, I right. think he's a philadelphia villain i just i which i, I think is strong but that's fine. whatever well, right. right we, we yeah. everyone knows we're going to be what yes. i want to know from you as someone who I think of of, of uh, about as much as anyone in this city, like up there with anyone in this city, right. has a read on Howie Roseman. How mad do you think Howie is? Like how 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 upset do you think Howie, the Eagles by proxy, like? So do you think that this is just lip service, or do you think because because I get the vibe from this pat answer and all that? Like I think the Eagles and certainly Howie are a lot more upset about this than they are saying publicly. So I'm trying to think of how to answer this, like. Let me first say, I do not think, I'll take it, let me take this first. I don't think that Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon are mad at each other. I'll say that. Like, I saw them hanging out at the uh, the, the owners' meetings. Like, I just don't, I don't, because if you remember, there was also that thing with Jonathan Gannon taking a coach from them. Yep. Right? Nick Rollis. Nick Rollis. So, I did get a sense that there was legitimate anger there about how that went down. And so, when you ask me this question, I think... Maybe was some of the anger about the Super Bowl funneled into this Nick Rollis thing. Could be. You know? Yeah. Just if, like when any relationship in life, if you're mad about one thing, but you don't, yeah, then you know, and then something else so happens, right? So there's part of me that's thinking that. In terms of, do I think, do I think Howie Roseman believes Jonathan Gannon was distracted in the Super Bowl? No. That would be my answer to that. Do I think the Eagles believe they lost the Super Bowl because of the defense? 
Yes. But but I don't think that that's because of the, the Cardinals thing. Where I view, because, you know, the tampering thing and, you know, they had to trade them, you know, from the bottom of the third to the top of the third or whatever it ended up being. Um, I think the Eagles saw an opportunity to take advantage. The Cardinals and Jonathan Gannon messed up. They broke a rule. And so you could argue the Eagles could be like, you know what? We'll we'll let this one slide. So the fact that they jumped all over it maybe does lead you to believe that there is some anger there. But I think they mostly were like, you guys messed up. You did something you shouldn't have done. We're going to take advantage of it. And yeah, so, see, I because I they that. did they did try to retain Gannon. Yeah, I know. I get they did that, which is an, an a point in right. all this for sure. And I know for a fact that they think Gannon is a way better coach than other people do. Well, obviously, like, I, but I'm they saying I never got the sense stuff. being in the Novacare the last two years that it was you know yeah that they're, 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 that they 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 were saying off to the side like yeah. well there is some truth to this. It's they rare, were it's rare that they've been wrong about stuff lately, but they're wrong about that one. So that's maybe well, I mean he'll be a bad head coach. <laughs> I just, I, I think so much of the end of the Super Bowl is funneled into Gannon. I just can't stand it. I know. Pew, I know pew, you can't. Pew, 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 I actually pew. think in person you would like him, but whatever. No. Oh, stop. I'm a Nick guy. Me and Nick will Well, be. Nick likes him. Yeah. yeah. Look, I just think, I can't <laughs> imagine a world, I've known you long enough, you get along with everybody. I would. Gannon yeah. is also high energy. Uh, I'm sure You guys, do. honestly- we talk about you and Nick together. You and Gannon together would be like too much. If you were both like, yeah, <laughs> like I think like you would be jumping and there would be a lot. Yeah. But Nick and you would just be more like bro hugging. Yeah. I think you and Gannon would be more like let's run into this wall. Okay, or something like that. all right. Well, that's good to know. And Steichen would just be chilling there. Doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I uh, we'll move on. Obviously, but I, I mean the, the last thing I'll say about this is. This is obviously a major issue for Philly fans. It's never going to go away. Yep. He's the reason they lost the Super Forever. Bowl to them. It just is. So, it is. And this is why. Perception when, is when reality. When I heard you guys doing the show, and I thought it was an interesting conversation on it, there's just a large part of me that's like, we'll never know. So, just move on from it. Yeah. We'll we never can't, know. Though. We're not going to be that. Because. Because it isn't like we're discussing whether a trade offer was made. No, we literally will never know. We'll, like, and, literally never and know. And this is the other thing. Nobody might know. No, I don't think Gannon himself will. might not know. Yeah. So, I think it's an interesting conversation. I understand the focus on it. But at the end of the day, they lost the Super Bowl because they they faced a great offense. No. And the defense was no, bad. They that, lost the Super Bowl because the field and there was and other the reasons flag, as well. And yeah, all the other stuff. The fumble. Yeah, no, the fumble was the least. Okay. Of the worst. I know. It's one play. We'll be doing this pod in four years. Oh, we're gonna fight about it. Up. We're gonna yeah. fight about it. All right, speaking of fighting, I want to fight about Nicobe Dean and Hassan Reddick in a minute. First, I mean, downloads about Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say it. What are we doing here? I mean, the, you know. The, the, the go-to go to phrase. What are we doing Yeah, here? what are we doing I mean, here? We are offering you this this golden opportunity to have fun. Well, here maybe make some money along the way. So, I think Boston is going to win the series. Oh, look at you. But you know what's crazy? The I odds aren't good They're now. down to like plus it's 230. so lame. Like, I, yeah. So, I thought about it, too, about betting on it. And it was just like, because it's like, you know. I do think they're the more talented they were like team. Plus, and all that. Even when they were down 3 0, I think they yeah. were only like plus 750. Well, that was which is long, but. Well, not that long. No, for not that long. It's literally never they, happened. It should yeah. be like plus 10,000. Has it literally something. never happened? Not in the NBA. Okay. Never before. It's happened, obviously, in the NHL, and it's happened, of course, in baseball. Right. One time, ever. And it was Boston. Boston, the Yankees. Yeah. One time. So it is very, very rare, and it is it has never happened in the NBA. In the history of the NBA, no team has ever come back from 3 0. I believe, like, um, Rochester, it might have happened like the ABA or something like that. And well, even that then, I don't count. think it did. I don't yeah. think it did. I know that it's never happened in the NBA. 
So it'd be a big deal. But yeah, that, that the odds weren't long off. I was like, that's dumb. Like, right. like of course, you look at it, they're the better team and all that. But the, but Elliot makes a great point. Like, that's why you should have the Bet Park Sportsman Casino app. Because this stuff is so much fun. We're watching these games anyway. Like the NBA playoffs have been yep. a blast. I have I have had so much fun betting on these games. I'm watching them anyway. You know, games. It's it's well gonna be the, on. The other fun part about it is Let's be honest. A lot of people here probably do not want to root for Boston and do not want to root for Miami. Yep, that's right. So you bet player props. Yeah, and you bet for play. And you, See, and you root this for players. Is smart. And then yeah. and then you just get to the finals and bet on Jokic to win because he's going. Because um, he's going. I, I it is. He's going to win honestly the, title. the amount of time I spend he's thinking going about this. To win the title. I know he is. Yeah. I know he is. You'll never give him credit even after. He again, Elliot I, I don't and I it. argue about Jokic all I, I don't know how I became like the Jokic guy with Elliot. It's just because you go so far the He's other a way. top ten player. We agree. He's the best player in the he world. Is not the and best it's not player. close right now. He's not. You're not close right I mean, what's now. What's Jamal Murray? Fourth? Dude, Jamal Murray is so good because of Jokic. You not nah, understand this? I don't Dude, know. Jokic about is that. the best passing big man in the history oh, of the sport. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. That's yeah, what we wow. all grow up and root for. Jokic I got to watch right. the best passing big Jokic man in the world. Is the what best a thrill. offensive player in the sport and it's not close. Like no one's even in I his hemisphere. I know you do, but you're wrong right. and that's okay. Well, no, but I think the best uh, this we can get into this. Best offense. The best offensive player is the one that's the best scorer. No, there you go. Come on, man! Don't that's be so what simplistic. I You're it's smarter. It's not than simplistic. This. It, it's the definition of some. Who's, who's You're right. Actually, of, right. It is simplistic. It's the but definition. It's correct. No, right. it's because offense is not just scoring. It's all of it. It's, it's it you're right. Your There's more better. to it. But the Jokic most is the impo- best at all of the it. The most important part of offense is scoring. Yes. Would you agree with that? Your team what scoring. No, no. Your team scoring. Your that that's right. it. It's a team sport, Elliot. I the get most that. important thing in the game is your team scoring points. So whatever player contributes the most to your team scoring points, and that includes scoring them yourself, Assists, I get or whatever, that. all yeah. of it, is the best offensive player. Jokic is that dude. <laughs> I just don't think that's true. Download the bet part. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I could, I, could literally, I could literally on Jokic. debate this. Do He's not bet on Jokic. Download the they're bar, win the bet parks app. Uh, you know what? Actually, if you think they're going to win, I would bet on the Jamal Murray over. Is how if you think yeah. the Nuggets are going to win, bet on the over for yeah, points because he gets because so they only win when looks, he scores. Open looks from Jokic. Oh, yeah, they yeah. only win when he scores. They for, for, they swept the Lakers. Regardless, yeah, who are a playing team. Jokic is the best offensive player in the game. He's not. It just is what it is. I hate to say it. You just got to accept. I, well, it. I, I hate on. when you say too because you're better too than smart. Embiid. To, I, just, Admit I hate to that see you be so wrong. Embiid, please. I hope you don't say this to other people. God, you should be embarrassed right now. <laughs> Seriously though. Bet on this stuff, and that's the thing. You could yes. you could get an argument. We just had, the and Jokic then you could be like, unders. "All right, you know what? I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to bet the Jokic unders or the Jokic overs. for me. Boom. Download the app, bet the Jokic unders. Sure. If you lose. download the app and screenshot me you betting the Jokic unders, I will follow you on Twitter. Whoa! <laughs> like that's that. some great gift, I but know. I will I will do it. Yeah, sure, I will do. it. I'll be your friend if too. you bet the Jokic overs. I'll I'll follow you on Twitter. Well, um, we're likely to win. Not on Twitter that often. Yeah. Um, but seriously, that's the beautiful thing, and you can get in these arguments. And you can bet on this stuff, and, and you can bet on player performances, as we just talked about. You can bet on uh, live in-game betting, uh, which is a blast. There's so many great ways to make money, and here's the deal. Uh, if your first bet ten dollars, if you win your first bet, you get one hundred twenty-five dollars in bonus site. Uh, back, it is a wonderful deal for a easy to use, intuitive app, and uh, you can download the app in the App Store, or Google Play Store, or at betparks.com. You must be 21 in President, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Another thing you can bet on, you can bet whatever you want on this, is if you need good windows. We all know 
the best place to get them is Window Nation. Boom. We are a Window Nation. Yeah, you pod. see, the problem is the problem is you're wrong about this. You can't even bet on it because there are no odds because it's just. That's a, a good fact. point. They took it off the board. They took it off the they, board. There, there's not even so other you can't even bet on it anymore. It's just they just won. they were minus ten thousand and then they were like, you know what? This isn't there's even no more. Yeah. And why? We're why? just giving people free money. Exactly. It's time worth well, it. Well, yeah. and talk about free money. Free money. Yeah. So. Anyway, I have a take on interest at the end oh, of the spot. Well, it's not even really a take on interest, but I just had this. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> we've been crushing these reads today. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's basically yeah. half the pot. Yeah, but it. it's because we care about these things. That's exactly right. So Window Nation, one of the coolest things that they do. I'm floored about it every time I see it. Zero interest for five years. It's you crazy. literally buy the windows. It's crazy. You shouldn't call your sponsor crazy, but you're crazy. Yeah. I don't know how they. Again, I'm bad at math and business and negotiating, but obviously, <laughs> obviously, it works for them. Five years, no interest. You buy two windows, you get two free. And I do think an underrated part of doing this is, and they bring it up, and I think it's so true. Make your neighbors jealous. Yeah. Look, we all own houses. We're all sitting on the block. Everyone wants their house to be the mo- worth the most money. There's always that conversation with people where if like, oh, I just bought a house, and it's like that subtle dance of like, what'd you pay for? <laughs> like, like, and then it's like, you know, oh, your house is on the market. What's it going to sell for? <laughs> if you buy the windows, you are going to sell your house for more because it is going to increase the value of your home. And there is nothing worse, let me tell you, because I'm having an issue with my house on something unrelated. When you buy a house, and then in two years, you're like, Man, this just wasn't a high quality thing in terms of one of the items in the house. When you put your house in the market, you will know there's quality windows in there and you can sell it for more. So, 866 Peace of mind, too, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's how I spent $700 yesterday. Peace <laughs> of mind. 866 90 Nation. That's 866 90 Nation. And then you can go to windownation.com and you can tell them Go Birds, Elliot and James sent you. Boom. All right. Okay. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That was good. Yeah. I enjoyed I will that. say this about buying something for your house. Yeah. So, all right, back to the, like, 
I had to pay $800 to get something for my HVAC fix mm-hmm. yesterday. And the people I used were unbelievable. Maybe it, we'll talk about this later. But when you have to spend money for your house, it really, 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 really sucks. But once you spend the money and the thing in your house is fixed or better or improved- oh, it's the best feeling in the It world. really is. Like when, Because while it was going on, I was thinking, oh my God, this is going to cost so much money, blah, blah, blah. And I kid you not, man, the second I paid and that dude walked out the door, I was like, like it's over. It's just money. I don't have to worry about it anymore. The house is fixed. So that was my day yesterday. I love it. And that applies to Winter Nation. It does. The, I mean, yeah. the, the read is over, but it's 100% yeah. true. Never over here. It's a good point. Yeah. Never Winter Nation pod. Yes. All right. Um, let's get this on Reddick and then we'll get to Dean. Um, you're going to annoy me on both of these. Why don't you just say your thing? Yeah. So <laughs> just say your thing that's going to annoy so me. So as I'll most things start, I tweeted this. Two days ago. As most things start. But but here, so people got mad at me about this, including Todd Harriman's, which- What? Yeah, he tweeted I was trying to cause trouble, which I love Todd Which is Harriman's. part of the reason I don't like this either. I was yeah. like, I get that. But, but, Good point, but, Todd. But, like, why, why even put this out there? But, like, uh, but, but here's the thing. If we all want players to make the most money they can, which we felt about Jalen, I don't get why that's selective. Like, Hassan Reddick is underpaid significantly for his position. And here's where this all started. I was looking at the- uh, as I, as like a loser, spent all my time looking at like the Eagles contracts. Of course he did. And Hassan Reddick is 24th in the league among edge rushers for his contract in terms of total value, in terms of guaranteed money. Hassan Reddick is maybe the best edge rusher in the NFL, if not, you One know, the, the worst top, top five. Three to five, yeah. Well, he led the league in sacks last year, led them in forced fumbles, and played Didn't in the Bosa Super Bowl. Did the league in sacks last year? If you include the playoffs, it was, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just saying. Kind of cheap, but well, yeah. But he did. Yes, I agree. It's a little cheap. Yeah, but whatever. But either way, he's he had well, nineteen yeah. and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. So he was outstanding last year. He signed a deal the year before that was market value because that's what he got. Like that's what the market dictated he was worth. But if he was a free agent this off season, he would make so much more money than he's making now. If you look at the contracts, and I actually have them right here in my phone. Da, 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 da. All right, so the top five edge rushers: Joey Bosa. His total contracts were it's 135 million, 102 guaranteed. Miles Garrett, 125 million, 100 guaranteed. Khalil Mack, 141 million, 90 guaranteed. Hassan Reddick, uh, it was 45 million and I think 30 guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Right? So he is significantly underpaid. This is where the the Elliot's causing drama comes in, but I I don't think I am trying to cause drama. Hassan Reddick should try to get a new deal from the Eagles. His value is at an all-time high. They desperately need him. He is 28 years old. He's not on a seven-year deal. He's on a three-year deal. So this time next offseason, they're probably renegotiating anyway. And I, I understand from the Eagles' perspective of you just signed a deal. It's only one year. And the point of signing a deal is, you know, we get you at a good value if you outplay it. But they got that last year. So it would have to be a little bit of out of the goodness of their heart. But if I'm Hassan Reddick, and to be clear, Elliot would never be brave enough to do this. No. But <laughs> Hassan Reddick, I would I would not go to OTAs. I would consider holding out. I would cause a fuss because we're talking about him potentially getting like 40 or 50 million more dollars in, in a career where he might only have five or six years left. So I I I understand I'm not trying to rock the boat. I'm not I just I look at Hassan Reddick and I say he is significantly underpaid for what he should be being paid. And I would not blame him at all if he tried to cause a fuss about this and get more money. So, you know, stop putting this out there. That's why people are annoyed and I get it. Well, I, look, we talk uh, about contracts all the time. So, I look, I, I'm of multiple minds on this. First and foremost, I agree. I've always said, you know, 
I will stay consistent with what I have always said and what I believe that in football, like I will never kill anyone for trying to get their money. It is correct. Such a brutal sport where these guys put their bodies on the line. They have the, the worst union of all the major sports. They get the least money of all the major sports. Like I'm I mean, excited outside to hear what's after this, but no, well, up. I I I am I will never criticize someone. I, mm-hmm. I I understand it. Like go get your money and all that. I do think it is a little different from the Jalen situation in that Jalen was a second-round draft pick who didn't make money. Like, I know a million dollars is nice. Like, don't get me wrong. It was his first contract. It was his first contract, and he was a second-round pick. Like, Asamu was the 11th pick in the draft. He got millions of dollars when he first came into the league. Yep. And I do want I want players to make their money. I'm not like, you know, but I think the Jalen situation was a unique thing where Jalen came in as a second-round pick, outperformed it, Played was on the three years before he got a contract. Was here for three years. Did all this stuff. Was acted as the perfect citizen, all perfect player, all this stuff. So I think it's a unique thing where you like that's a dude who earned his contract, and everyone's happy for him to get it because he's never made anything like mm-hmm. comparative to these guys. Like Hassan Reddick, while I agree with you, is incredibly underpaid. He made fifteen million dollars last year. So like yeah. again, well, which is less than he should. But is not the one million or a million and a half that Jalen made before he got paid. So I do think that is a massive, massive. Let me give a small counter because I'm curious your opinion. What would your opinion be on that was Jalen's first deal, whereas this could be Reddick's last deal? Like that's a philosophical question. Um, What's more valuable? First deal. So I was. If if you you think so, yeah. So like I thought, like I think Jalen for the rest of his contract, I don't want him to get all his money. Like he got his paid. Like I don't uh, now do the Brady thing, man. Like take less money, help us out. Let's win a title. Right. Like now I'm there, and I will never again. Now he did make way more money to, than Hassan to, for what to it's the worth. point. Of, no, I know. Yeah, but again, the point I made before, like football players get your money, like at a basic level. Yes, and and I would not, I would not hate Reddick if he sits out. I understand. I probably think it's smart for him and all that. But like in general, I I do think you need two years, like as a basic line. Like I feel like it's and again in football, I get it's different and it's hard, but like. Like you signed a deal, like one year into the deal, it just feels like it, so, as my own thing. Like that's a personal thing where it just feels for me. It's like you signed your contract, you made the deal. Like it's like every year. So if you just outperform your contract, you should get a new contract every year. It's like I feel like we get to a point of of of, of absurdity with that, where it's like, oh, so if Reddick signs a new big deal this year, he's great. Should you sign another one and then another one and then another one? Like I like. At a certain point, a contract has to be at least some sort of a contract, and I know that it's on both ends. Like well, the that's, NFL, what, that's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, that, so, that they are able to cut guys and all that type of stuff, and it hurts, whatever. So I think it's a lot more complicated in general than than just a, this specific situation, how I feel about this. But look, ultimately, on a basic level, I will never criticize someone for, go, for going for their money. So if he wants to go for it, go for it. But I do think, like, one year into each deal, like, I think it sets a tough press. So what I think the counter to some of that would be, and to the people that said I was trying to cause drama, would I be causing... I'm joking about it. No. I don't think you're really trying to cause drama. Well, you're not. I'm saying, but, I like, there were people on Twitter that were legitimately mad I brought this up, wow. right? So, like, would it be would it be causing drama if I tweeted after they signed a player who underperformed his contract and no one liked that they should cut him? You know? So, ultimately, I see what people are saying in terms of why would I... Why should I think a player should hold out and the drama that would cause? Because I think the player should get the most money he can. And it, the Eagles would be in an interesting position. Let's say Hassan Reddick, let's say he was mad about this. And let's say he did decide to cause a stink. What would the Eagles do? Because on one hand... They'd sign him. But the, I think the dangerous part of that is, to your point, what you is brought up. Every is, year, well, yeah. No, I think it's the one-year thing. That's my point. I, it's I like, would they, you say a guy every year, you sign a guy to a contract, but then you're just going to give him a new one every year? Right. Like, so, yeah. But they'd have a tough decision because on the flip side of that— Reddick's very valuable. Reddick's extremely valuable. And Reddick—and they are trying to win a Super Bowl. I mean, like, year. arguably, like, you know, he's the top five most valuable player on the Eagles, you could argue. Yeah, I— 
I agree with that. You're right. He probably is top five. I mean, you know, I would skew offense, but I he's one of the top five players. He's arguably. the number one most he's important player on the defense. He's the number one edge rusher at one of the most He's the number one most important player on the defense. Yeah, I agree with that. Season, yep. Right? So yes, you can see yeah. it. So, like, that's, like, I, you know, if we want to. At a position they Jaylen value. Jalen would be ahead of him, obviously. Uh, you could probably say A.J. Brown's more important. Uh Maybe Kelsey because of know, who though. he is. Well, yeah, AJ probably is. But like Lane, like I don't know. But the point is, like Hassan Riggs in that group yeah, of the top group. five most important players on this team. Now the question is, how far would Hassan be willing to go with this? It, it, like I don't think he's going to hold out a training camp. So at the end of the day, what's it really worth? But they're a team that really values culture. I don't know. I I just it would be interesting to see what the Eagles would do because I do honestly believe. Well, look, Howie has a job. I think Howie's a good person. Howie's job is to make sure every player on that roster makes the least amount possible while also being fair. Yeah. Like that while, is his... while also having everyone be happy. Exactly. It's a, it's a tough exactly. thing. So, yeah. so I don't know. I, like, would they? Because then if they do it for him next year, do they have I don't to think do they it for somebody cave. else? I, I don't think they will pay him right away like this. And again, like especially because I don't think he will hold out for the season or anything like that. Oh, Those fines well, he would, get... Yeah, he would lose money. Yeah, he right? doesn't make, yeah exactly. But... So I think ultimately they will hold strong, and at the end of this season, if he's you know good again, they'll give him a, a big contract. Mm. But I, I look, I think I think you're right to notice it and to bring it up. And again, if he does it, I will not rip him for it. But just like personally, the way I feel about it in general, the one year thing just. I don't love that. Right. And it's a bit of a Especially because it's not like he didn't get nothing. It's not like he uh, he signed a a, a, a three-year, $9 million yeah. contract and then led the league in sacks. He got $15 million, which again, I know is not what he should get. Right. But it's not nothing. It's not nothing, but he could be getting a lot. He's still what? that Per year, like one of the two or three highest paid players on the defense. You know what I mean? So it's not like- Is that- yeah, I assume so, right? Because I mean, Slay is probably the only guy well, who makes more, right? Slay. I mean, it depends how you look at it. Like Fletcher's getting one year, fourteen. But yes, you're right. He is. He is up on it for yeah, sure. Averaging, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I mean, I think he got similar amount to Sweat, but I don't have it in front of me. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I just it will be interesting to see. You know, uh, like is he going to come to OTAs? Yeah, it's interesting. I haven't seen a picture of him down there. He hasn't done a press conference. Yeah. I, I'll just be curious to know. I mean, he's a Philly guy. He's local. Yeah. So, and this is. Another interesting part of the Hassan Reddick thing, but on a larger scale, this is why it's tough to come off of great seasons because players, generally, if you have a great season, players overperform, and that, that thus makes them underpaid, and then they feel like they need to capitalize. And we're not there with Devontae yet, but Devontae talked yesterday um, to the media, and Devontae's in essentially a contract year because at the end of this year, he can go get a new deal. So, And it's a different situation, again, because it'll he be... He still his rights. Whatever. Well, well, whatever. Yeah. But the point I'm making is... There are a lot of players on the team now, you know, like uh, Reddick, uh, Devontae Smith. Um, you know, you could argue Darius in a way, although he just got paid. Like, like look, uh, Landon Dickerson. Landon Dickerson, yeah, uh, Rashard Penny, DeAndre Swift, both on one-year deals. There And the Eagles had a bit of this last year. But there are a lot of players now because of what happened last year that are going to want to get paid more. And it'll just be, the Eagles have been have been really, really good at navigating that so far this offseason. All right, let's get to the Nagobi Dean thing. Uh, obviously, for, I saw the person who said we should make a bad, I saw it on Twitter. I thought it was right. a great, great point. So for those who don't know, Elliot and I, convert, <laughs> look, and, and and look, I don't want to paint you as like a Nagobi Dean That's what I wanted to make you're clear. Not, you're not, you're not. I am it's rooting just, for Nagobi. Yeah, you're rooting for him. You just don't think he's going to be able to hold up physically in yes. the NFL. Whereas I think he's going to be a really good player in the NFL. Like, Obviously, we both go to extremes. Like you, like if you had to bet, you would bet he's not on the team in a year, more or less, right? Like that's yeah. I think if you had to, yeah. And I would bet that he's a Pro Bowl. He's okay, yeah. In a couple of years, so I think it's a middle ground. I think we should do 
and, and this is a. I think I have a good way of. How I think it's a. Uh, I was thinking like if isn't uh, an Dina starting for the Eagles in three years or something like that. Oh no! So I have a, I have a better one. I think. Okay. What about a percentage of defensive snaps this year? Okay. So now it's not related to how he plays; it's how much he plays. Sure. I think that benefits you a little bit. I think it does. I think it's a better. But I also me. think it benefits me in the way that he's not playing thirty percent of the snaps and makes like two or three plays. So what's the number? How many percent of the snaps did like Kaiser well, White last say, let's, year? Let's look at the linebackers. Yeah. I'm going to pull this up. You just have that ready to roll. Well, I'm pretty good at looking it up. Look it's just it's obviously going to take me some no time. Big, no right? big deal to you. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good. I at look this. up snap counts quite a bit. Sadly, yeah, it's a, a specialty of I yours. I do love snap counts. I think they're a very underrated stat. Yeah, it's not really a stat, but you know what I mean. Okay. So last year, Marcus Epps played the most, the highest percentage of snaps on the defense, and the most snaps. All right, T.J. Edwards played played ninety four percent of the snaps. Mm-hmm. Kaiser White played seventy six percent. That's what I was snap. thinking. White somewhere there. So I'm in my head. I had seventy percent was okay. the number I had in my head. If you want to make it seventy five, why don't we do, do seventy six to make it the white the thing? lowest of the two linebackers from last year? So we're essentially betting that Nicobe Dean is going to be a starting linebacker for this year. Sure. Again, and this is assuming he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, I agreed with that. Because yeah. where injury is it? Well, and also if he let's say he plays eight games and he's playing seventy six percent of the snaps, then that counts too. Okay, you I got him. you. Okay, okay, so right. it's just a percentage. Duh. Now I will say, if he plays one game and gets hurt, that doesn't count. Like, yes, well, we will be we will be cordial with this and not yeah. trying. Okay, but, but this is not a nail. Okay, and we'll seventy six percent. Seventy six percent now. Uh, tweet us, especially if you're in the Twitter Spaces group, right. whatever. Like, what should we bet? No, no, I'm not know. asking you. I'm asking the no, listeners. I know, yeah, I'm trying to think know. of something. Let's see what they come up with. The, the fun part about this bet is that, like, look, we can say in three years, but we're not going to remember. No, that's like, why it, this is one year. We can follow yes, it as we go. It's 76. Like, so, listeners, send us some suggestions. We don't want to do anything. But I do you know, want to be clear about something. I am not rooting against No, Nicole. I know. I know you're Now, not. I will take a victory lap, but... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right, one more thing, though, I forgot uh, before we get into our end stuff, because I know you had a couple things you wanted to get to outside of the Eagles and stuff. Yeah. Um, but just real quick, because I didn't think about it till just now, but we were talking about Nicobe Dean. Um, the report about Jordan Davis, that uh, it seems like the report came out that, I don't know where it came from, but that that Jordan Davis in good shape. People are excited oh, I about him. see any of this. Yeah, showed up okay. apparently... Uh, I'll see if I can find it. Let me look it up real quick. Not an expert looker upper like you are, but I'm just well. Yours is a little tougher to look. Gonna up. Just go- I would just Google. do Jordan Davis Google I'm just and Googling then news. It. That's what I did. Wow, Jordan news. Davis not the first person. Make, to come oh, up. here it is. Okay, so Eagles uh, rookie making major progress, bigger role expected. So let me see where this is from. Greg Cosell. I knew it was like someone like it wasn't like from nowhere. Right. So Greg Goldzell, Greg Cosell said this. Um, I hear he's made some significant improvements. So hopefully he can play 30 to 35 snaps or snow, maybe even be a pass rusher, is what Greg Cosell said about what he's hearing about Davis and what he expects. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. I, I just find it hard to believe that someone that's never really been good at rushing the passer mm-hmm. is all of a sudden. But, look, Greatest I'm rooting for him. He's combine, a nice guy. No he's a great athlete. Like, he has the physical tools where it's not crazy to think that he could do it. Mm-hmm. Um. But the other interesting part of this is how much is he really going to play? Well, uh, like you would assume thirty to thirty-five snaps—that'd be a lot. If yeah, you, I mean, Jalen like Carter. 50% of the, in my uh, opinion, Jalen Carter is a top of the pecking order for snaps. If mm-hmm. they could pick who leads the snaps this year, they would pick, in my opinion, Jalen Carter. Then the question is: Would they rather have Fletcher or Jordan? Well, it's also different players, and di- they do different things. I mean, Jordan Davis is going to be asked to do different things. Correct. More yes. Yeah. Right. Like he's no, a run stopping. It'll be packages and all that stuff, but it's going to be fascinating and it'll be interesting to see. How- I mean, I think yeah. the encouraging part of this is it's 
at like at the basic level, this would seem to indicate he's in really good shape. Yeah, and yeah. Co- and coming off an injury that he's coming to camp right. ready to roll he's there. is a very good. I will sign. say, I saw motivation. Pi- I saw a picture of him at OTAs, and his face did look slimmed down. A good look, and again, my whole thing with Jordan Davis is like I've never. I've been like, oh, he's going to be a superstar, this, that. But it's more that I just felt like, and I thought you made a great point last year talking about when when he had that injury, you're like, he's done. Like, I, yeah. Don't explain it. Like, I, just think I, that, just, I was down I on him before the, pe- the end. You were. I yeah. know, but I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, he stinks. And like, it bothers me because it's like, maybe he will. But like, what we saw last year is not enough to tell me that he's not going to be a good football player in the NFL. Yeah. That, that's my old point. And I think in a weird way, he might be the Georgia player that benefits the most from the other ones. I could see that. I don't really think, like, everyone says, you know, Nicobe's going to benefit from it. I don't know. I don't think the fact he's played behind them no, helps that No, maybe much. on the field it could matter a little bit. Yeah, like, not I, a lot, but his is about reading and reacting and stuff like that. Right. So, like, maybe there is something to, you know, he knows Jordan can handle that and he's going to go the other way, or who knows, you know? I would also like to reiterate before we move on to the final thoughts. I am, I could... I am in. I am more in on Nolan Smith than I am oh, any I other know. player on the roster. I know, dude. Like I we know Jalen Hurts is great, so you're not really the, in on Jalen. Yeah. But dude, you see you see this picture, of Nolan I Smith. I did. I saw you tweet His it. His arms look. <laughs> yeah. I noticed this in person, by the way. So I don't think this is like a weird angle. His arms are huge. Like he has massive arms. So there you go. <laughs> I think this dude is going to be a stud. I, I think love he's him. quick. I loved I, like, him coming into the draft. I, I, know. I, was super, I, know I wanted them yeah. to draft him at 10. Right. They got him in 30. I'm, like if, if you, and this is off-season hyperbole, if you said to me, Elliot, you could have Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dean, and Jalen Carter, or just Nolan Smith, oh, I would have to think hard about it. Yeah. I mean, I think Jalen Carter is going to be the best I think he much. could be too, but I think Nolan is going to be – Oh no! So I think Joe. I think Nolan will be the best. I know player you do. Before. You just said that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jalen will be the best player, but I think Nolan. I love Nolan Carter. I'm really excited to see what he can do. Nolan Carter. I like that. Nolan Carter. Nolan Smith. Thank I do know. that a fair amount too, because yeah. it does sound like it sounds could be like his a name. good name, right? Yeah. Nolan Carter. All right. Um, all right. That was great fun. number too. Yeah. Oh, huge. Yeah. Um, Leader. All, right. all those things. Yeah. Clearly. Um, Man, I haven't. No, I'll say. Seems that. like a, a great kid. I have a um, take that is like so spicy, but I'm gonna hold it. What? All right. All right. I'll just say. Yeah. Real quick, I would just like to say, and our listeners know this, you were the easiest to get to say a take. Like, all I have to do is like, what? And you're like, all right, I'll do it. I'm terrible with peer pressure. I know. Okay. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. No, 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 I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. So, you got to feel comfortable. I want to be clear that, like, I get it, but I'm a little over the Georgia player saying go Bulldogs. You are an eagle now. Like, there's a clip of Nolan Smith where he's at NFL Films and he's like, someone, he's talking to someone on the phone and he's being normal, like, Super nice, charismatic Nolan Smith. And he he ends it and he says, like, go Bulldogs. Like, Nicobe Dean does an NFL Network interview. He's got a Georgia sweater on. I I went to Temple. I'm proud of my of where I went. I just think it's time to it's time to like ingratiate everybody else and not be super bulldogged out. Like if I'm in the locker room this year and every time I see him, they have on like Georgia sweats and not Eagle sweats, I I think it'd be beneficial for two reasons. One, I think it'd be good for them to like move on and be pro players. But also, I am more worried than other people about how having a large quantity of Georgia players will like potentially impact like dynamics and stuff. And I just you're Eagles now, and you're all Eagles together. Like it's a fun thing. So I'm a little over the the continuation of like the Georgia Bulldog, like the Philadelphia Bulldogs, and like da da da. Like no 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 like. You're Eagles now. And I think it's an important thing. And if I was Nick, I would actually pay attention to this. It's an important thing to like move on to being Eagles and not reliving your college days. So 
I would never have thought of this. Like I don't I don't really care. It's not something that I think a yeah. lot about. But if I have to respond to this, I kind of agree. Yeah. And it's not like I'm not doing yeah. this from like an old man yell at the cloud thing because I want them to have fun and I want them to be friends and I want all those things. No, I it, get it. it would just be like if look, if, I think it's okay to have pride. I think yeah. it's all right to be like, I went to Georgia, exactly. I won a national championship there. I freaking love it there. Yes. Like, I, I'm I'm a dog for life. And they should be because they but did you're a great right. thing. Like, like at a certain point, especially in interviews and stuff like that. Like enough. Right. All right, go birds. Yes. Have you ever heard of that phrase? Say That's go birds. That's the point I'm making. And I think it would be mentally good for them to move. I don't on. disagree. Okay. Yeah, like you're you know, you're you're in the NFL now. Like enough. Like yeah. I don't again, I don't like I'm not. I don't feel as strongly as you do. It seems you do well, about. I'm not like super strong. No, but on like it, you, but... you think this is. Yeah, I, I would monitor it if I, I were. I don't Nick. disagree. I think. I think it's. I like it. Thank you. I like that a lot. Thank I was you. not expecting to like that as much as I did. Well, that's what a lot of people Good feel take. after I say Good something. Yeah. Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, all right, let's get some, some final thoughts. You had you had a, a I have two. That's what I thought. Okay, so yeah. multiple. So you you go first. Okay, so when I saw Taylor Swift, she she said that she considered it her hometown concert mm-hmm. of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. If we consider Taylor Swift a Philadelphian, which is debatable because she grew up, I think, in Reading, but whatever. If she considers herself, yeah, a yeah fan, debatable, a little bit. No, I, well, all right, yeah. but here's where I'm going with this: Is she the most famous Philadelphia person ever? You're saying if we count her, if she she's counts not as Philadelphia. But if she counts her, like if we decide to ingratiate her. It's not. But like you're saying, if we want to say Philadelphia area, like yeah. people. Like um, not like Pittsburgh, but I'm saying. Like, so I think. Reading is much more Philly. I think Will Philly. Smith at his most famous is just as famous or potentially more. And he's actually from Philly. Close. And that he's actually from. So right. I think Will Smith at his peak, like Independence Day, Men in Black, when he was the most famous movie star in the world. I think he was as famous or more famous or in the same range as Taylor Swift. Yeah. So I think he would be, be somewhere pop in my mind immediately. I mean, honestly, like, honestly, Benjamin Franklin so is I was probably still that, more is he famous. actually from Philly? Yeah, okay. lived in Philly. Well, then he would certainly be Yeah, I think he's up there. Like, So, like, I think she's up there. Right. I think Taylor Swift is, you know, she is big Very time. Very famous, yeah. Big time. But again, it also comes back to something we talk about a lot with the monoculture and the stuff where it's like, Someone who was famous in 1950 couldn't be as famous as they are today. No, is more famous than they were today. But it's just a lot of people don't. But like in terms of like, because there's only one thing. Like the point is yeah. like, there's only like now it's like there are so many different outlets to listen to music. You can listen to any genre you want. And Taylor is huge, and she is as big as anybody. But there's still way more outlets. Where in like 1960, it was like, all right, you can listen to these two songs. Pick well, one, and you'd you be know, good, whatever it is. You know, not you'd quite. be good on this since you were, you know, that was your heyday. My heyday. Yeah. Yes, yes, but. I do wonder if it's easier to be famous. It, I will take it back. It's definitely easier to be famous today than it was back it's then. It's easier to be famous today, but it's it's harder to be to be like super duper duper famous. Today, you mean. 
today. I think so too. Because That's my like point. again, to sound like an old man at the clouds, like you could become a TikTok star, not easily, because it is hard there's and those people work hard, but there's just way more access to it. There's way more to access it. to yeah. fame. There are way more opportunities to get yourself out there to get seen by people and all that. But again, the point is, is no matter what, even the biggest TV show in the world, the biggest movie in the world, like forgetting the the you know billions of dollars because like, of inflation and stuff, right. like it, it not only are not as many people seeing that performance or that whatever, but they're also not talking about it the same way. Like we used to like Watch Seinfeld, and then we talk well, about it the next I day. It was like that, water cooler and all that stuff. You probably know this, but I saw how many people watched the final episode of Cheers. It's insane, dude. Do you know what the number is? Check uh, it out. So I know MASH was like 70 million people watched the final Okay, Cheers was more. Cheers was higher than It was MASH? 93 million, 93? according yeah. to a Twitter, a tweet I saw. So I thought MASH was higher. Are you sure MASH was I saw higher? a tweet that said 93 million people how watched it. I don't I don't know. Watch Well, like Elvis. Like when Elvis did... Um, when Elvis did his um, like concert from Honolulu or whatever, it's like 250 million people watched it. Well, or and that's or like, there like, might have been like a billion or so whatever they say. You're big into Survivor. Oh, okay, so I was right. MASH was more. So ready for this? Okay. The finale of MASH, this is in 1986. So it must have been more than 70. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, 1986? Hold on. Uh, it was more than 70. Hold on. More than 93. Uh, so let me get the exact year that it ended. Uh, well, what? Uh, oh, so it was just, a, oh, the, so it wasn't in 86. It was earlier than that. Either way, uh, uh, oh, okay, so 19, 1967. 1967? I believe so. When were TVs invented? Well before that. Okay, wow, um, the more you know. The color, I mean, color came around then. Um, I'm just so bad at processing history. Okay, so that was five years, so 1967 was five years before Mass. so Mass was 1972. So the high bar prior to that was the uh, Cheers and, the, the Fugitive prior to 1972 was 78 million. So the fugitive, 78 million. So MASH in 1972, the finale, 106 million yeah, people. Yeah, that's insane. Watch the finale. Think about I, that. That's that's almost half of America, if so it were just America. How many people what, watch the Super Bowl? Like, the, not anymore that number. It used to be that number. That's it's what I was going to say. I, like, yeah, is there, I think it was like 112 maybe for the Eagles one. Like, that was the most watched one in forever. I'm trying to think like if there's any show that today could even get like well, think about it. like Game of Thrones was like the biggest show we've right. had in terms of monoculture, and it was like twelve million people. Right, and even then, like, like there's reasons for that. You know, yeah. it's on whatever. Yeah, but still, like twelve million or whatever. Yeah, it was, but know? anyway, so I guess to the question of and I don't know how we got this from Taylor, but I think to your point, if you were famous back then, you were a bigger deal. But I think it's harder to be famous today, and thus in some ways, it's more impressive. It's harder to be know. super famous. Yeah, yeah, no, look, I, I, I dude, Taylor's. Top tier. Yeah. I will Are not you ready for my next one. Yeah, I like that you just readjusted and got ready. No problem. Seat. So you know how with social media feeds, it I guess you might not know this because you don't <laughs> use anything besides if Twitter. Won't know it's me. Yeah. So like in Instagram, they they tailor your feed to you. Like if they know I'm looking for a pair of shoes, I will see a bunch of ads for shoes. Sure. If they know I like to look at soccer jerseys, I will see a bunch sure, of posts. Sure. Yeah. I think cable boxes should do this. So if cable box knows I like to watch sports and reality TV and like, you know, uh, like home shows in terms of like love it or leave it or whatever the, I can't think of the name, mil, uh, millionaire house buyer. I'm doing a bad job. Whatever it is. I get it. I think cable boxes should alter your feed or your list of cable shows to put all the things they think you would like first. This is not how it works, but I, I get your point, but they do that with streaming services. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. They do it with Netflix. They yeah. do it with, yeah. by the way, it's so dumb HBO changed their name to HBO Max. It's, or to it's just to the Max. single dumbest it is thing the dumbest, that is, it is. I it, would love to be in the meetings. Asinine. I would love to be in the meetings where they were like, all right, HBO is probably the, like one like of the, the top four most television. Yeah. yeah. It would be like if Nike said, you know what? 
we're just going to be swoosh now. I know. It's it's absolutely right. insane. I it it makes you it's realize one of the that single craziest as much thing as we think we you like to think everybody in their job is qualified and people are probably thinking this about not. me right yeah. now. Yeah. A lot of You're right. So, yeah. You talk anyway, that with GMs all the time. I think with cable boxes it would be cool if when I turned it on and I hit guide it just gave me all the things that were on that they think I would be yeah, interested sure. in because they know my habits so they yeah. could say oh Elliot likes when this movie is on let me put this well, up this here this is first. why people are leaving yeah. hey, one but of it's them. an easy I would think it'd be an easy fix it's I don't just, think it is because it just has to be the guide and all that but it's not it's not that different than Netflix it, but again it? this it would take effort and algorithms and money and well, all right, that stuff but, like the point is like they don't want to do it but I, get, I agree with yeah. you it probably it wouldn't be fun okay um, that was a good one yeah, um, all right, so I'm gonna. I'll give you two. Two. One is that I mentioned last week at the end of the pod, and I almost forgot it, but I said there is something going on that we are not talking about enough that is going to influence our lives that we have not talked about in this wow. pod at all. It's come up on the radio like oh, once. I, think I know where you're going with that. Yeah, I'm sure you do. But real quick, uh, just as another one, just to throw out there, um, do you, have you seen the 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 cheers at con thing? The applause. The, no, so you're not talking about the show anymore, right? What are you talking about? Cheers, the show. No, no, no. I'm actually talking about like applause at the end of a movie at Con. Have you seen this stuff? What's Con? <laughs> Con Film Festival. You never heard of Can? Oh, Ka- oh, Canane. Okay. Or no, not Canane. Yes, can. I know what you're talking I about. Said yes. ca- I said I call it Con. It Can. I, Most yeah, I know like what you're can. talking about. Okay, so anyway, Can Film Festival. Um, the it's all about the cheers at the end, and it's like if you get like a five minute cheer, it's like oh, I didn't know. Oh, that means. was embarrassing. You only got a five minute cheer. Well, that's instead absurd. of it. Yes. So that's why I'm bringing this up. So yeah. Like, apparently, like I saw a headline where it was like the, five minute cheers. The new Indiana Jones movie gets five minute cheer at at Cannes out of formality, and it's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. What? And it's like, and then Killers of the Flower Moon gets a, a rousing nine minute cheer. It's like, what are we? What are yeah, we doing so here? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that movie's gonna be bad because it got a four minute cheer instead of a twelve minute, like. You know what? What are we doing? If folks? only there was a clear way to decide what the best movie is. I knew where it is. All right. Yeah. Last... No, but it, that is one of the dumbest things I've ever The dumbest things ever. I don't think any applause should go for more than like 40 seconds. Thank you. Like, you get up. Oh, that job. was great. Right, Good job. Done. And okay. then you move on. Can you imagine actually if you were in the audience like three and a half minutes in being like, oh my God. There's no way it's an enthusiastic that actor. cheer. I know. I know. Like by minute four, everybody's definitely like. Yeah. Everyone's looking around like, so we're going for nine or <laughs> what do you think in here? Is there a clock? Like, what is someone timing this? <laughs> That's what this? I mean, so thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm happy you find this is That may be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. It's a thing. Um, Almost as dumb as the Academy. Yeah, movie. it's up. <laughs> so you're the Academy. Uh, what do you think the thing I'm going to bring up is the thing we're not talking about? I mean, I know what it is. Uh, do you want me to spoil it? Go for it. It's artificial intelligence. No. Oh really? Because so I heard are, you talking about this on the radio. No, well that that I think a lot of people are really talking about, and and we like we have not talked about it. Right. And we can get into some AI stuff. I got some thoughts on that, but that's actually not where I was going. I was going to talk about AI is going to affect everyone's lives in big ways. Like, don't so I don't think. Okay, anyway, I think, I think it will, but this idea that it's going to like end society and ruins no, 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 everyone's no, I job, think I don't a lot think of different, it's true. I mean, look, yeah. I think that you know it's something to be wary of, and and you know, like I would not give AI the power to control nuclear codes and stuff like that. There's a lot of ways you could do this stuff. Yeah, and but I do think that there are going to be a lot of positives from it. From a, I think health wise, I think there's a lot of positive health yeah. outcomes. There. But regardless, I was not actually talking about that. Mine is much less important. This is more of a this is going to affect your lives on a daily basis, and we've not talked about once. Well, See, no people tweet it about now. it, and stuff, but that's the point. The writer's strike mm. in Hollywood, in, in TV and movies, is yes. a big deal. Like, this is a big deal. The writer's on strike. Do you remember what happened in 2007? Well, I remember what happened in Friday Night Lights. It was a disaster. Yeah. It was a disaster. Guess what? All your favorite shows, that's happening now. And it's going to happen again. 
and it seems like this is going to be a prolonged one, at least like months and months. Like, hey, what's your favorite show coming back in September? Except for Elliot, because it's reality TV. So he's actually one of the few people this will affect less. But like, well, their shows too. Whatever your favorite, like Succession's finishing yeah. up now, and I'm I'm behind. So don't tell me what happened. I'm too behind. I won't, but it's so dumb they're not doing another season. Okay. Regardless, but the point is, if they were doing another season, guess what? It, would it take, wouldn't be yeah, happening. Agree, right. It wouldn't be happening. Whatever shows you can't wait to have come back in September, October, whatever, they're not coming back then. Yeah. So, like, movies, they're not going to be as many movies coming out. Like, they're, like, this is a big deal that is going to affect our everyday life in about six months that no one is talking. That's a good point. Um, I have no, I've, know it's happening. I've not followed like the intricacies of what they're asking for. Well, part it's funny because AI is a big part of it that the studios refuse to um, like not say that they won't use AI to write scripts or to come up with ideas and all that stuff, which is like a obviously a massive issue for the writers because then they so like on a basic level, like if a writer comes up with an idea, they get the credit for that, they get the money for that, whatever. But if yeah. the studio comes up with the idea, then they can hire someone to write to it write for much it. Yeah, cheaper. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So like, if you go to AI and say, "Give me an idea for blank blank. I want this, 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 and this in the movie." AI could spit you out an idea for a movie. Hire people to write it. Those people are not making money off the movie, not making residuals off mm. the movie. Like it is a really complicated issue. There is a lot going on with it. So, um, but yeah, to... it's going to affect our lives. Like just so you know, if you like movies and TV, it's going to affect your life. It's a great point. I'd have to spend some time thinking about how I feel about them using AI to come up with ideas. I think where I would where I would fall on it is I'll just side with the humans. Yeah, I'm hundred you know? percent on the humans. But but I, I think and in a world artists. in a world where everybody is being taken care of fairly and everything, I do think there's no harm to getting more ideas from AI. Yeah, I just assuming don't it's not see... taking money out of writers' yeah. pockets and ideas. Yeah, I get it. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting. It is interesting. So anyway, keep an eye on that. If you haven't been paying attention, like this will affect your life. It will. It's going to. So yeah. Well, good news. It won't for me because Not for you, you lucky guy. Right. Reality TV. One just more crushing. little take, and then we'll, we'll end it. Yeah. Nice long one for everyone. There's a holiday weekend. Uh, yeah. Long well, maybe have a long drive. Yeah. There is no question in my mind that Vanderpump Rules deserves the the, the award for best show this year. None. The uh, I love it. You're just like the award, the award, show. the Emmy, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, there's it is. best comedy. There's best drama. Whatever the best, yeah. whatever like the one that people they don't have an overall. They have comedy and drama. Okay. So there's best. Well, I think there should be one drama. For best. It would probably be more of a drama than a comedy. Yes. The one yeah. that the last award of the night, which I feel like is always the drama. Usually, I think. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't okay. watch the Emmys. Really Me either. Really. Show. But I'm like, I would bet very few people watch more TV than me. I love watching TV. I've seen all the shows people are going to tell me about. Vanderpump's the best one. It is the best one this year. The drama is unbelievable. Like, I want to recommend you to watch it, but the only issue is I don't think you'll appreciate it enough unless you've watched, like... Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. But I, look, I... Succession is the best show of the year, but... Succession's unbelievable. Yeah. It's number two. Uh, so I I do... Like, and I've seen zero Vanderpump Rules, but I right. acknowledge, like, I see enough people talk about it where it's like, it does seem like... It's, it's, it is the best that reality TV has been done. It's unbelievable. I understand. Yeah. So anyway, I think it's the best show of the year. Yeah, I don't. And I Succession is, un, this is not an anti-Succession thing. It is a pro Vanderpump. It is a pro Vanderpump. Succession's it. number two. Yeah, okay. But I mean, Vanderpump is number one. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I can't, unlike you, I will not just be like, you're wrong without yeah. seeing it, like which is oh, what you always do. Like. Always do. Yeah. To me, you're like, well, I'm just going to say you're wrong, even though I have no idea. Uh. But um, I've heard great things about me. I mean, yeah. again, it's not my thing, but like, I'm not going to. Could be your thing. Could be. But it won't. No be. one's stopping you. <laughs> and maybe with the writer's strike. Okay? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> Come fall, me and you will be talking about Real Housewives of uh, Miami yeah, episode. Yeah. God. Can't wait. Yeah. All right, you got anything else? 
I mean, I have lots of things, but we can. <laughs> we got we got to save something. Everyone, the Eagles a, are being run too well. Have a wonderful, wonderful Memorial Day weekend as we you know enjoy the unofficial start of summer coming. Yeah. Enjoy it. Spend some time with your fam. Do the whole thing. And uh, Saturday, check us out. Me and Fritz, uh, no Elliot, but um, we'll be back obviously next week with pods and all that good stuff. Talking about a team that. Too good. Too good. Nothing yeah. to say, but we'll still say stuff because that's Go what we Georgia. Do. <laughs> He's telling him, James.